I don't think he meant literally turn them into billy goats. Daddy. Although that is pretty cute. Daddy. You are listening to We Try, where three doofus friends try to fix what don't need fixing. I'm Patrick, forehead beard. I'm James, a clock. I'm Thomas, daycare germ incubator. This week's topic, treasure chests. Cod Bob's 4 sucks, and we all hate it. <laughs> that didn't end. really go very far. No, well, I mean, the the, uh, the thing that I find disturbing is that I... <laughs> so, so we played Call of Duty Black Ops 4 for a little while the other night, and uh, came away from it thinking that literally everyone in the world is a goddamn cheater, and that there's nobody on that platform outside of our group not using some kind of hack or aimbot. I went to work the next day, and... Uh, and I lamented, I shared this lament with my uh, younger co-workers who were all enthusiasts of the Cod Blops genre. And uh, they said that they didn't have that problem basically ever. So I'm, I, I don't, <laughs> it hurts me to even say it, but I'm kind of, it, it, it occurs to me that maybe, maybe part of it is a, just us getting old. I feel like we've caught the old. We're officially, we've officially caught the old. We can't play the kids games anymore. Everybody's music sounds terrible. My fucking knee always hurts, especially when it rains. Ugh. I had shingles. <laughs> you did have shingles. <laughs> that is, I think that's um, expressly an old person's disease. Oh, yeah. it is. Uh-huh. It is. My, I would not. I wish that I had a picture of the look of disbelief on my doctor's face <laughs> when I said, "Hey, I think I have shingles," and he was like, "You don't have." Oh my god, you have shingles. <laughs> You're not sixty years old. Devin's forcing me to read a parenting book because our kids beating up other kids at daycare, like that's a problem. <laughs> well, were the other kids fucking with her? Were the other kids snitches? Uh, unclear, unclear. But I think in some cases it might just be establishing her dominance. Yeah, yeah. Did she or did she not give them stitches? Um, you know, I, I should probably wait for the lawsuit. If to she clear gave them stitches, then it. they were definitely snitches. You could probably just put little tiny little boxing gloves on her before you send her to daycare. I thought about it. I thought about it. (laughs) You know, this kind of leads into a uh, potential topic. How would you feel about fixing children? Fixing just children in general? It's on our list. Pretty sure that's called eugenics. (laughs) Hey, I didn't put it there. It's on our list. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't come up with it. I just think it's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean like fixing children. I mean fixing children. Oh. Do you understand the difference? Like spaying and neutering children? Yeah, that's what I don't mean. Oh. 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 Okay. Okay. Huh. Okay. I'm more on board now. I mean, Is there I some guess. kind of tube that we can put them in? Because, I mean, we, we seem to like putting things in tubes. Jeffrey's tubes, Jinko tubes, children tubes, poop now, shoots. What we need is like some sort of cryo tube situation. Because what I don't want is to miss out any moment of my like wonderful tiny miracles childhoods by doing things that I want to do, you know, as a grown-up with grown-up friends leaving the house. I don't want to leave them with a babysitter. You just want to like turn them off for a while. I just want to say good night, baby. I love you. Into the Jeffrey's tube. And then I get three days to just party. Did you ever see that eerie Indiana episode where they, they sleep in Tupperware? The, yes, yes, where the family would sleep <laughs> yes. in Tupperware. 
That was God. You're the only other person that I've oh. ever mentioned that show to that remembered Erie, Indiana, and knew that episode. Oh my God! I'm, I thought I was losing my mind. Are no. you two actually friends now? Is that what happened? No, no, no. I no. think I think we're best friends yeah, now. Okay, fine. Yeah, it happened. Um, I make a reference to like you know when people would say, "Wow, she looks really good for her age" or whatever, and the reply in the South at least is like, "Yeah, she must be a witch because she doesn't age." I have for years <laughs> said, yeah, but she sleeps in Tupperware because of that fucking episode, and nobody has ever, like... Nobody ever gets it. It's always a blank fucking look. <laughs> I've never even heard of this show. Oh, my God. whatever it, it is was, you're talking it was about. Like a, it was like a precursor to Are You Afraid of the Dark, but it was way better. Yeah, that's great. And so, yeah, I just want to put kids in Tupperware so they don't have to deal with them when I don't want to. You know, Can you just it. put them in Tupperware when they're, like, acting out, too, or is it, does it have to be when they go to sleep? Well, see, that's the thing. If you put them in there too much, then they're never going to age, and then people are going to start wondering why you have a six-year-old 14 years after you gave birth to them. And they start smelling like plastic. Now, I like how you kind of ran with the idea that we have magic Tupperware, but I want to point out that James literally does not understand child rearing, so we need to be clear and point out that no, you cannot put children into airtight containers and leave them there, just so that we absolve any legal responsibility down the road. (laughs) In the real world, James, you you cannot put children in airtight containers. That's why there are warnings on plastic bags, you see. Well, the uh, the thing to remember about James is that his uh, smaller headed older brother didn't survive because he could get the <laughs> he could get his head into the bags. And so that's why there are warning labels. James on the other hand was fine. <laughs> there has never been a plastic bag that James Hacker could fit his head into, so he's been safe his whole life. He's still mad about <laughs> he it. He traveled too. to Iceland last year looking for <laughs> I searched all of Iceland and have yet to find a plastic bag big enough for my pumpkin. They had them, but I couldn't pronounce the name, so I didn't know what to ask for. They keep them all behind the counter there because they're heavily regulated. Excuse me, sir. Would you happen to have any yinkle-binkle-dinkle-links? They told me to get out. They told me I was cursing. (laughs) I was cursing at them. That's just racist. (laughs) They probably hated him because he was American, which is justified, but still racist. Can we can we put can we install switches? Dad, Dad, switch. It's, yeah, it's like part of a it's part of your smart home initiative. I was gonna say, can they? Do they have to be physical switches, or can we do some sort of like uh, um, smart things? Smart things. Yeah, we need like a Z Wave <laughs> smart things hub sort of thing going on, so that we can just be like, uh, you know, oh. uh, hey Dingus, turn off the child. Oh, see, I thought you were gonna go with something like in Deus Ex in the first one, like the the kill command word that you could find, like. You know, there were some bosses that you didn't have to fight. You could just find their kill command word because they were cyborgs and walk up to them and be like, cows in the field. And they would just fall over dead. God, I don't want to know any kill command words. Uh, that's that's way too much stress. Like, uh, not accidentally uttering uh, swears or uh, racial slurs when I'm, like, phonetically close to them <laughs> is one of the biggest stressors in my life, all right? I don't need to, like, have somebody's life hanging by the tip of my tongue. So what else could these switches operate? I'm stuck on the switches idea. Uh, dogs? Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, you, you know, like, you know the stresses of dog ownership and how sometimes they won't let you sleep past, like, 9 o'clock in the morning and it's so awful. Fuck you for not having kids. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not really that stressful. <laughs> Some, I think- sometimes I have to take them outside when I don't want to. <laughs> okay, so Thomas and I have definitely become best friends bonding over Erie, Indiana, and the fact that you don't have a kid, so you can go to hell. Yeah, you know I'm what? completely unrelatable. I'm just going to sit this one out, guys. Yeah, I'm just going to kick you off the podcast.
All right, I'll sit this one out. <laughs> Bye, I'm going to go over here now. <laughs> this is We Tried with Thomas and Patrick. Yeah. Don't ask what happened to James. So I was reading a parenting book earlier. Oh, tell me more. Uh, it's about parenting with the whole brain. Oh, but I thought we only used 10% of our parenting brain. Yeah, you know, that's how I was raised, but it turns out that the science just is not there for that. Hmm. Huh. So there, so you're saying... Ah, James, come 100% back! 100% of our brain. <laughs> I think men only use 10% of their parenting brain. <laughs> Women have to use I mean, 190%. <laughs> least, I'm pretty sure I don't use even that much of my parenting brain. <laughs> like, if he's breathing and not murdering another person, then I count it as a successful day. Yeah, that's a win. <laughs> Patrick's parenting tick rate only checks in every five seconds. And if those conditions aren't met, he just keeps going. <laughs> he's got a global cool down. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I have a 24-hour global cooldown on my parenting. He's got a daily. It's called Yell at Child. He has to take a long rest after he uses it. <laughs> and let me tell you, man, Henry's saving throw for that is very, very good. <laughs> His fucking AC is off the charts. It's ridiculous. Uh, he's got like a 26 AC against that particular spell. It's because he's, it's, he's so tiny. It makes it hard to land. No, that's true. He's like a, he's like a halfling rogue. I'm pretty sure that I'm KOS to my parents. <laughs> well, I mean, just because they keep taking pod shots at you when you drive past their house doesn't mean <laughs> anything, really. You think you're better than us? <laughs> pew, pew, pew. In their defense, they do shoot at every car, so, I mean... Well, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, that might not be you. But James can hear them, I'm pretty sure, when he drives by. <laughs> they, he hears them like, they call get out of here, you piece of shit. <laughs> they call me. <laughs> you never stop by. Well, it's because you keep shooting at me when I stop by. Well, if you weren't such a piece of garbage kid, we wouldn't shoot at you so much. <laughs> they, they just call you and it's like, did you know that the Castle Doctrine says you can just shoot anybody that walks into your house? Anyway, I have cookies. See if you can get your head in that bag now. <laughs> I got this bespoke <laughs> bag made of 17 garbage bags. I had this bag specially custom made on the internet just for you. We couldn't find a bag big enough. That's right. But we did find a decommissioned bouncy castle that I think we can cut a hole in. <laughs> Speaking of bouncy castles, <laughs> I, have a, I have another idea to fix children. <laughs> all right. What good. if? All right. So one of the main problems with children is that they're germ factories, right? Oh, oh yes. yeah. <laughs> okay. So bubbles. All right. All right. Go on. Yeah. There's been a couple of movies made about that already. I mean, it needs to be a real thing, though. God damn it, James. You can't go. You it is a real thing. Hold on. Wait. Just hold on. You can't go from Tupperware to bubbles and act like it's a different idea. Well, bubbles are for when they're awake. Tupperware is for when you don't want them uh, to be awake. Well, I figure if you have them in a bubble already, you could actually just put them in a docking station at night. You know what? You could <laughs> train them to clamps. roll up onto the docking station themselves like a Roomba. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could put you could put that sticky paper that you use to get dog hair off. You could put that all over the bubble, and then they clean up when they roll around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when you have to give them a bath, you could just squirt some water and soap in there and shake it up. <laughs> inside the bubble? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just fill the inside of the bubble full of soap and water, and then shake it real good, and then let all the water out, hopefully before they drown. Or before they get out, because you don't want the kid getting out of that bubble. Hmm. Well, I mean, really, the problem isn't that they're that they are tiny incubators so much as they just pick up all this crap from daycare. I was thinking maybe instead of just going to daycare, we could strap them into VR headsets and they could attend daycare remotely. Hmm, I like that's it. A, that's a pretty good idea. And as long as they can't get the visor off, then you can just leave them in the house alone. They won't be able to go anywhere. They're not supposed <laughs> to, right? You gotta strap it on real hard for them not to be able to <laughs> wiggle their way out of it. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, hi, of hi. Is this but... is this GameStop? Do you have any baby sized VR headsets? <laughs> uh-huh, no uh-huh, reason. Uh-huh. What about duct tape?
know. I thought you'd flatlined there for a second. Well, he's gone. I thought someone turned his switch off. Once you're 18, you get to repurpose your switch. And uh, if oh, you God. want to, you can turn over the smart things controls to your friends if you want. But no. <laughs> well, I no. mean, you don't have to. No. Okay. But all right. it does other things instead of turning you off. You can make it do you know do, whatever you do, want. Does it turn you on? It could. Yeah. It could. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Hang on. <laughs> How many like the friends most, would you give that power to? Uh, I've already given it to all Not of them. Not any of you guys. <laughs> uh, that seems like the most awkward flirtation ever, though. You just like walk up to somebody and hand them a like a control device with a button on it that just says horny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I mean, you know, I'm not you know, saying you have to, but if you want to, here I am, you know? Here's I, the I think that would make the dating scene a whole hell of a lot easier, honestly. <laughs> well, is <laughs> You had somebody like a bespoke switch box that just has horny, not horny, <laughs> and like it expires after 24 hours, so if they don't like you, they can just wait and not do anything with it, and then, you know, if they do, they can just be like, yeah. But the, uh, uh, the not horny button is not wired to anything, right? <laughs> right. It's. I mean, you just stay in your default state, which, you know, if you're me, that's my secret. Hey, thanks for this weird box, but um, it looks like it's not working. It doesn't, uh, it's It's just always on. I mislabeled it. Turn it Turn it around. Turn, turn it around. <laughs> just flip okay, it over there. <laughs> okay, I just flipped it. It didn't do anything in the off position. <laughs> it didn't do anything for you. <laughs> yeah. I like that you guys couldn't think of literally any other use for a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, let's be honest. What other bodily function do you want, like actual push button control over? So sometimes when I'm when I'm out of uh, when I'm out of town, I go into camping mode. I'd like to instead of going into camping mode, I'd like to just have that on a switch. Just turn off your poop. Yeah, no, no poop no. production, please. Oh no, I'm the opposite. What I want is the ability to push a button and then immediately poop because I want to just like <laughs> before I get on the plane, I just need to do the thing and then not have to worry about it during the flight. Hello. <laughs> I was I was sitting here trying to think of another thing that uh, we could t- put on a switch. I'm telling you, there's literally nothing besides uh, wait, no, <laughs> horny <hold> and poop. <laughs> <laughs> now hold on. Uh, if we could, if we could sell this ability to switch things, we would definitely just sell a sleep switch. Oh yeah, definitely. God, I would. Yes, I would love to have that to be able to make myself go to sleep. But then, how do you turn it back on? You have a trusted partner or advisor or voice assistant that has uh, access. Or you charge extra for one that has an alarm clock hooked to it. So you think we've fixed kids yet? or? Oh, is that what we were doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anybody got any other kid goofs? kid goofs? Oh, kid goofs. I keep forgetting that that's what we're doing. Let me hit you with this one. All right. uh, genetic modification that turns their mucus into a useful resource that I could harvest and sell. Because I'm doing the harvesting anyway. <laughs> At least this way I could get You're paid for it. Har- <laughs> Not by choice. It just happens. Yeah, sure. I understand. That's true. Yeah. You, well, I mean, you could just use mucus for... Uh, uh, mm, uh, they make f- bowls out of um, bird spit. There you go. What? Honey, do we have any bird spit bowls? <laughs> <laughs> Go on Etsy. Get rid of them. No, just take them out. Take them out. Put them in the trash. That's gross. <laughs> okay, I'm back. So what could you do with... Uh, did you say excrement or just slobber? I think you just meant mucus in general. Yeah, like generally. Snot, mucus. you know. Do you have one of those snot suckers? Yeah, yeah, we do. We have like three of them. Hold on, when you say those snot suckers, are you talking about the bulbs or the one that you put in your mouth? 
The ones that you put in your mouth. Nope. Do you have one of those? Oh, no. Nope. We, nope. we do nope. not have one of those. No. No, 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 no. no, no, no. How much no. would it take you to, to try one of those? That, it's not a doesn't go dollars. in your mouth. A million dollars. I feel like it's probably like siphoning gas out of a gas tank. It's not supposed <laughs> to go fumes. in your mouth, but you're running the goddamn risk. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's, it's going to happen at least once. Oh, yeah. Oh, those, yeah. those snot fumes. <laughs> yeah, I was like getting high off the snuff fumes. Just huff my kids when they have the when they have the snuff. Like, oh boy. <laughs> so, um, one of the problems that I really have with kids is like when you have to take them outside, and you've got to put a little sweater on them, but they won't cooperate, uh, and you can't like get their paws through the sweater. Wait. So, what do you do when I, you I'll, take your kids out? Uh, to wait, wait, hold on. Just hang on. Are you talking about dogs? You said paws. They don't have paws? No. No, see, you're, they, you're, you're talking about dogs. Yeah. What children have are called grimy little mitts. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. Grimy little five-fingered mitts. Yeah. We call it, and, uh, they, have, they have grimy mitts that have uh, five little germ sticks attached to them. Snot wagglers. They're called <laughs> snot wagglers. <laughs> Booger hooks. Booger hooks. There you go. <laughs> You Good. might you might think there's only four booger hooks on a given hand, but no, it's, it's oh. five. <laughs> if you've never seen a six-year-old put his thumb up his nose, you are missing out, my dude. I think I've seen you do that. <laughs> hey, where do you think he learned it? <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, All right, son, it's time to learn how to pick your nose with your thumbs. <laughs> Sitting on the back porch, whittling. Son walks up to him, all right, boy, it's time to do some learning you might think that you go straight up in there, but you got to go at an angle to get all of that thumb up in there. These are uh, these are the stories that his son are going is going to fondly recount at his funeral. Like, you know, the day my daddy, <laughs> the day my daddy taught me over, to pick my nose right over by the creek, taught me how to get both thumbs up there. He was sitting there whittling that beat down with his knife, <laughs> and he said, "Come here, boy. It's time you learned." He was carving a spoon out, out of a bigger spoon. <laughs> Carving a small wooden spoon out of a big wooden spoon. I said, Daddy, why are you cutting the handle off that spoon? And he said, Shut up, son. It's time to learn how to pick your nose with your thumb. And I said, Daddy, I don't I don't need to know that. I got four other booger hooks. And he said, Boy, you never know when them other booger hooks are gonna be gone. They give out on you. I seen the way you play with fireworks. One day you're not going to have them other four booger hooks, and you're going to have to use that thumb. <laughs> your, 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 your uncle, your uncle lost three of his booger hooks in Nam, and where do you think he was? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think taught me how to use my thumb? He was ten years older than me, and I'll never forget the day he told me, "Look, look at these booger stumps." <laughs> One day you might have to go in with your thumb too. I used to have I used to have booger hooks, but now all I got is snot stumps. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I hope none of us ever have to look for a job after this. So what is this? What what is what is this podcast about? What are we doing? <laughs> well, I think we try and fix things, but um, turns out we don't. You know, ever. You know what we should fix this week? What's that? Treasure chests. Oh, hey, yeah, treasure chests. Oh, okay, treasure chests. All right, what's uh, what's wrong with treasure chests? Well, for one, they're always hidden. <laughs> I mean, they'd be a treasure chest would be a lot better if you could just like I don't know, go outside in your front yard and trip over one. 
Wait, you, what you need are little icons on your GPS on your car that show you where they are. So you can just drive right to them. Oh, yeah. Where all the yeah. treasure chests are. Are you entitled to the treasure chest what ain't <laughs> on your property? First come, first serve, my dude. Okay, so uh, who puts them there? The government, obviously. The Department of Treasury. Yeah. Okay. Are we already scraping the bottom of the barrel for treasure chests? <laughs> no, we got we got we got more. We got more. We gotta have more. What if uh two hours later They have curses on them. How did we not think of that? <laughs> We're so dumb. Treasure chests have curses on them. <laughs> we are so dumb. So we could fix it by dispelling the curses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, With the spirits of the damned and all that, right? Yeah, like pirate curses and, and stuff like that. We are yeah, it really depends on who, who, who doesn't want you to open the treasure chest because pirates would curse them to sink your ship. Um, mummies curse oh, you to yeah. die and mummy stuff. Curses, mummy curses yeah, are the worst when yeah. they get on your treasure chest. Wizards. Uh, wizards often have treasure chests that are cursed. All right, so I think, I think our, um, our objective... In this case, you know, because we always like to come up with some sort of money-making opportunity. Of course. Our objective in this case is to decurse your treasure chest. All right. So you bring us the treasure chest. You tell us where it was found and potentially who buried it. And what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll go through all of our books and incantations and everything like that. And we'll, we'll decurse them. But what we need to do today is we need to figure out... The the yeah we need to figure out the base uh, amount of uh, of decurses. I I think that the thing you guys are kind of forgetting is uh, as part of the money making side of this endeavor, the first thing we have to do is figure out how to sell curse insurance to people, so that we get a residual income whether or not people are finding the curses because we want to do good by them and and remove their curses, but we also just want that those fat stacks. <clears throat> okay. Okay, I'm with you on that part. So we charge a monthly premium, and if they find a treasure chest that is cursed in the specific way that their insurance says it needs to be cursed, they can come to us and get the curse removed Tremendously. for free. Or at reduced cost. However. At reduced correct. cost, obviously. At a, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, if it's not the exact curse that they bought the insurance for, say, Egyptian mummy curse insurance, uh you know, Blackbeard curse insurance. If it's not specifically that, if they find a, a treasure chest that's not cursed in that way, we have to charge them full price. Oh. It's just company policy. And don't forget, uh, sure. also, there's a whole line of accessories that go along with this idea. So maybe you don't go treasure hunting without special curse gloves to try to mitigate the effects of the curse while you get it to our uh, inner sanctorum. What sort of pre-existing conditions do we definitely not want to cover? Mimics. Mimic. I think we cannot cover mimics. Mm, yeah, no, because that's an act of ascensions outside of predictability. Right. Of course, our actuarial tables would not be able oh, to touch I, mimicry. Yeah, and we'll know if you get bit by yeah, a, a, a mimic. Yeah, because you'll turn into a mimic. Uh, we definitely have to not cover acts of God, uh, any deity, really. Because I mean, that's going to come up from time to time. But I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? Several bad puns later. Do we just fix treasure chests? We tried. Uh, we tried. <laughs> that, that may work. You want know bucket? We're done. 